0: Okay, so it's the next day, I'm re-recording a portion of this reading, because the, um, my iPhone that I personally fixed with my own hands, yeah, it's not working so great. Oh, and I was so proud of myself for not giving in to the urge to buy a new phone. Well, whatever, let's assume that the woo has a reason. A reason for casting away all that brilliant verbiage I blathered yesterday and forcing me to redo it today. I'm usually about half channeling or even more than that when I'm doing a reading, so I don't necessarily know what I'm saying. I have to listen back to it to find out, so I don't really know what I said yesterday. Let's move forward with what I would say today. Saturn and Jupiter coming together in the Great Conjunction, in the zero degree of Aquarius on the exact date of the winter solstice of 2020. What the heck does it mean? Well, Saturn and Jupiter don't really have a great relationship. They are a father and son who mythologically fight, to say the least of it. Saturn likes to push on things, press on things. Some of us feel Saturn energy and have been feeling it on and off throughout 2020 as an actual physical weight on our bodies, or maybe a metaphorical weight, this idea of pressure. So if you have felt like that, like I'm carrying an anvil around on my head, or, you know, there's a 70 pound box on my chest, in my belly like physical uh, pressure that's a real Saturn-y type of feeling Jupiter's the opposite Jupiter's more like hey let's let the dog off the leash let's take off these handcuffs let's loosen our waistband a little bit let's go party let's get out of jail Jupiter's expansive And Saturn is constrictive. So when you get them both in the same room, much less sitting on top of each other, it can be, uh, you know, stressful. You can really feel the intensity of both of those contradictory expressions. Again, how this manifests for you will probably depend on your birth chart. Yes, I do birth charts. No, I'm not the world's greatest astrologer, but I can get you started. You know, look at my online store or whatever. But typically the, the way this pressure manifests, like which kind of area of a person's life, I would say, well, look to your birth chart and look at the house in which this is happening. So find the zero degree mark of Aquarius. Even if you don't know which house, you're just going to wait to find out exactly where the pressure starts to pop. We do know that it's happening in a sign that, uh, that I think is really interesting. Aquarius. This is not the dawning of the Age of Aquarius, as I mentioned before, but this is the dawning of a time when we have Saturn and Jupiter exerting a lot of influence that will come in Aquarian form, so that's big all by itself. And here they are on this zero degree mark. I'm not sure that they're really facing off with each other, which can happen with those two energies. I think we will see some people facing off, some institutions facing off against each other. You know, you know, this is this is whatever Donald Trump finally giving up on trying to steal the election that would be a perfect thing to happen right here. Um, Or other institutions having kind of internal tug-of-war situations. These could be small institutions that you might be involved with, and it could be enormous geopolitical forces. But I think it also manifests on a very personal level. And instead of, like, Jupiter's over here wanting to have fisticuffs, With Saturn, I think the personal level stuff that we feel might just uh, kind of alternate between a feeling of deadlock like, I can't go forward, I have an anvil on my head, and I must go forward. I don't know where I'm going, I don't know if it matters, but I have, you know, it's like I've got a, a rocket up my butt and an anvil on my head this is not comfy (laughs) not at all and what's interesting about this happening at the at the very beginning of Aquarius is that Aquarius itself contains some interesting like a multiplicity of energies where Saturn goes discipline follows Saturn forces us to exert discipline on areas of our lives where Jupiter goes expansion happens this doesn't have to be happy expansion though Jupiter is generally considered a benefic planet like a happy Santa Claus type of planet um in my experience Jupiter just amplifies the heck out of the house he winds up in and um that can be very uncomfortable even when it's like happy Jupiter time Well, you combine that with Saturn time, and you're like, well, how the hell is this going (laughs) to work? I think there's a possibility that these guys could kind of work together, or that we could learn how to use their energies in a nice, kind of orchestrated fashion, we can conduct them. Since we're aware of them, right? We can say, when we feel it within ourselves, okay, I feel my Saturn, restrictive, constrictive, um, crushing, discipline, things not working, make you do it over, make you get it right, you know, this squishing, authoritarian dad kind of energy. When we feel that, and then maybe the next day, maybe at the same time, we feel this rush of movement, expansion energy, We can just kind of look at them and go, oh, check that out. It's like having, you know, the timpani is playing over here. The violins are over there. Let's conduct them. Let's try to make something harmonious out of this. I think that those energies can be played in that way. I'm not saying that I'm super skilled and always managing to do that myself. Um, Lately, a lot of energies have been so big that I've just kind of been on shutdown. I'm not conducting a damn thing, but I feel like it is a way of approaching such enormous and strong energies so that it's not just, oh, I'm going to watch these two duke it out or I'm going to feel buffeted about as this energy gains prominence and then that one and then back and forth. We just say, well, I'm going to look at these energies. I'm going to see if I can sing along with them. It's possible... That Saturn can kind of temper the outgoingness of Jupiter, and this might not be a bad thing. Sometimes, a wild young son could use, uh, you know, a more restrictive force from old dad, right? Um, so look for those positives where is something coming in and squishing us where is that a a possibly good thing Um, and I would look for this not just in the big political realms and stuff but in our everyday lives so I think that's something that we can do we can be very conscious about doing it in the Aquarius aspects of our Of our existence Aquarius is a very interesting uh, air sign because it has a lot to do with water for an air sign and what do we talk about when we talk about air well there's lots of stuff but one one of the primary things in air is mind air is a sword of power it is also a pen of words air is definitely the internet And the ruling planet of the internet, according to many, is Uranus, which um, is doing a very important trek through Taurus right now and will be squaring some things coming up. So Uranus is definitely a player in all this. I'm not going to go super into it. But this whole Aquarian and Uranus, air energies, um, all of this suggests that communications, words, internet, power, and our very minds, they're a battleground right now. We know that politically already. But energetically, with Saturn, it's, and Saturn's moved into Aquarius already, and retrograded, and you know, different stuff's been happening. But now we're going to see like a concerted Aquarius thing going on for quite a while with Jupiter and Saturn. So we could turn our focus to that area of our lives and just look very coherently for, oh look, here's a Saturn moment squishing in my mind. Now the anvil is, you know, it's in my head. Here's where Saturn is restricting my thought. Oh, and here's where Jupiter is expanding my range of thought. Some of the positives that we could see from these aspects and and feelings, emotions, and woo, these energies, Uh, some positives would be expanding the mind, expanding our ideas, expanding our conclusions, having an open freaking mind, which is so much harder than it sounds, right? Being able to understand people whose ideas we have summarily rejected. That can take a lot of work. But with Jupiter here, that would suggest all of us have a better chance at that. If we want to do the work, we could truly expand our minds and possibly the range of our collective consciousness. Aquarius is seen as an important sign for collective action. And it is definitely about mind and consciousness as well. So having these two duke it out in there <laughs> on the solstice, the moment when the, the green man is reborn is one of the ways of looking at solstice. The moment when the uh, in the northern hemisphere, when we slowly start adding minutes of daylight onto each day start heading toward the light and the springtime and eventually the summer and the harvest so what an important day and to have these two big super heavy hitters on that same moment being like here we are with each other um, sending out some contradicting energies right here at the very beginning of Aquarius and it's time to come out of the fucking dark the dark ages of our own individual minds. It is time to slowly add, minute by minute, a little more daylight and clarity to our range of thought and our consciousness. For most of us, this is going to probably present as a, um, a kind of tribal battle. Some people don't like the use of that word in such a way. I don't know what else to call it. In America, we could call it partisanship, but it's, it's even more fragmented than that. There is a deep uh, tribal nature that we have. We've also had North Node in Cancer a lot over the last year, and, and Cancer loves um, that tribal feeling. It's basically like expanding your idea of what it means to be in a family. And these, these are like biologically baked into us, these urges toward family. Um, and especially if we lack a birth family that we can feel part of in any significant way, the kind of next rung out from that is tribe. And it's wired into us. We are, you know, we're born to be tribal creatures. Part of our ability to create civilizations and certainly to attempt radical stuff like peace, <laughs> during those processes, we, we have to learn how to take the love we feel towards tribe and expand it. I think Jupiter might help us with that in Aquarius. Jupiter can say, you know, he's, he's a king, right? He's a god. He can kind of spread his arms wide and say, let's take all this in and let's let's think about all this and share all this love and let's gather knowledge. This would be a great time to learn. Learn something new. Learn more about something you already know. And not the kind of learning that's like, oh, everything is easy. But your intellectual curiosity might really be motivated by this time and by by these um Transits of these planets through Aquarius. Um, anything we can do to expand beyond that little feeling of tribe, and reconnect with a larger feeling of consciousness, and um, and really submit our own ideas to disciplined inquiry, critical thinking, my friends. Yes, I am woo woo, but I'm I'm big on critical thinking. You know, I have a graduate degree. I'm a writer for a living. (laughs) I know that some things are rational and some are not. And that my own thinking will tend to be irrational and tribal. That I will think that just one type of thing is truth. You know, because whatever the New York Times website told me so. And I think this is a very good time I've been working very hard to expand that for years, especially since the 2016 election. But it's been very, very difficult, and it's been difficult to find people to have conversations with about it because all of us tend to just realign with our tribal views. I lost a friend over that this year. Totally ridiculous. You know, me sliding back into a tribal point of view and uh, expressing, expressing that view in a very rude way. So that was me screwing up. Hope you didn't do that this year. But I think that this Aquarian influence might help us get out of that. Some might get sucked further into it. You know, that expansive Jupiter energy if you're already going down some rabbit hole on, on YouTube about some, you know, flat Earth alternate reality, this would be a great time to just dive all the way down in there and never be seen again. Saturn might help you out, though. Saturn might, like, you know, you get so into all that that you lose your job, assuming during COVID that you still have a job, and... Um, And you feel like it's all so unfair and and everything sucks, but it's good. You know, somebody needed to slap you around to to get you out of the rabbit hole. So whatever our rabbit holes are, our, our, our (laughs) rabbit holes are, whatever our instinctive and tribal and often destructive belief patterns are, Jupiter in Aquarius might tempt us to go further in and expand further out. But it's also a great time to be open-minded. You don't just have to go down your own rabbit hole. Take that same energy and say, I'm going to apply this to a broader swath. I'm going to take in more newer kinds of information with more of an open mind. And hopefully Saturn will provide a little structure for us as we do that providing structure can be uh unpleasant or ugly or annoying (laughs) i'm a parent trying to provide structure for a homeschool kid and uh so i know i know that one from both sides of the fence so we'll be getting a little of that from saturn i believe So, maybe that's plenty of stuff to say about this solstice. Bringing it back to the 3 of cups. Oh, here's the other thing I want to say. Aquarius is an air sign, but its symbol is the water bearer, someone carrying water. So, I think this also asks us to expand how much our minds, our brains, our intellects, our words how much that part of ourselves can really carry and even love deep, irrational, ancestral, emotional water. That water part of us can't be reduced to some kind of intellectual thing that you can submit to critical inquiry and da 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 You can work with it through those channels, but it will never be reduced to that. The words are just around the water. And I think that maybe this Jupiter, Saturn, and Aquarius business, that, that, that asks us to pull our attention to our big, deep wateriness and how our minds, our consciousness, and our words can really carry emotion in all its beautiful irrationality. How we can carry a vessel, not denying our deeper emotions, not trying to turn them into scientific something or other, but shaping them, giving them a shape, a container, and and very lovingly carrying that container through... The next year or so. So there's that. And that brings us back to that three of cups card we pulled. Cups are water. Three is a special number of manifestation in our culture and in kind of Western occult traditions and in Christianity and everything else. The Trinity, the triune God. and it's a wonderful card for female companionship enjoying time with friends being there with your true emotions and being receptive to your true emotions the 3 of cups offers us that opportunity and that's something we should try on the 21st i will also be doing a fire ritual i think it's going to be fire it could be earth um, on the 21st if you have a matter that I might help you with during this ritual um, you can just email me burningtarot at and I will include you and your matter in the ritual this can be a letting go this can be a ritual of honoring something and and, or a ritual of invitation to bringing in something new. And I will probably have you put that in the form of words that can be used in the ritual. We don't have time for you to send me objects. So, acknowledging the importance of the water element here, I think is really, really something we got to do. We've got our big watery selves. And we need to use our consciousness, our mind and our words to carry the water. Not to be drowned by the water. And certainly not to deny the water, which is our culture's had a lot of trouble with that of saying, no, here's the important scientific fact and it's what matters like, okay, whatever you say but it doesn't win elections (laughs) Um, Aquarius suggests that we can help each other carry this water and that we can give honor to the water element As we're moving through the air. And that's what I will focus on in this ritual. So if you want to play along, send me an email. Um, You are welcome to make a donation with that or don't. Whatever. It's a freebie. Um, I used to do lead up some various kinds of uh, letting go rituals quite often. And I don't do it that often anymore for for other people. so it feels good to invite you to join in. That's what I got for you. I hope you have a nice three of cupsy um, celebratory solstice even in a dark time speaking of darkness. the sun is definitely down and I better get out of this forest, find a house. Um, many air hugs to y'all and uh i'll be back soon here on burning Tarot. i'm t bye